I would say a big league offensive player name will be moved. I think it's Clint Frazier, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, someone's going to be moved for an arm fairly soon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball, presented by Dugout Mugs. This is episode 116. I'll be your host, Kyle Corn, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Kyle. What's up? What's up, dog? Now that we're on this uh, one-a-week schedule, yeah. every time we hop on here, it's it feels like it's been forever since I chatted ball with you. I know, man. It's It's weird. It's like being an adult gets in the way. Kind of sucks. Adulting sucks. It sure does. But I will say, I will say, now that we do the podcast, now that we've been doing the podcast for what, like two, this will be the, we were just talking about this, this will be the start of our second full season. Yeah. Because I think we picked up in August of Yeah, I was going to say we had the, basically the end of the season and then like postseason of 18. But yeah, now that we're doing this. I just love getting notifications about things that are happening because I know that once the weekend hits, well, actually, kind of, well, kind of, the beginning of the week, we, <laughs> the beginning of the week, we've been getting off our our schedule a little bit, uh, yeah. but I know again, that, adult, adulting sucks. Yes, again, adulting, adulting <laughs> sucks, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, just looking forward to chatting bald each week, my guy. Uh, but I unfortunately, know, I don't, I don't think you're going to be too happy about what we have to talk about today. I'm not um, thrilled. Not thrilled. Uh, but before we get into that, I wanted to let you know that I I had my first Girl Scout cookies of the season. Did you really? This, I've yet to throw one back. Week. I'm really proud of myself. Have we, We've talked about those on here, right? Which are the best we flavors have. and which aren't? Yeah, we have. You're, I can't agree with most of your food decisions. How, let me guess. You, If I can recall, I think you are a... Don't tell me. You are a... Thin mint guy, hundred percent. Anytime garbage. Anytime mint and chocolate are together, it's a match made in heaven. No, at the complete opposite. Anytime, I will be on board for any mint chocolate scenario. No, anytime. No, the complete opposite. Anytime mint and chocolate are together, uh, should warrant uh, the inducing of vomit. No, no. no yes. No. There's a I, I there's got to be like some type of poll that shows that the thin mints are probably the most popular. I think Girl Scout like whatever rankings they have, they need to release numbers at the end of each year for like sales per cookie. Is that so hard to ask? That's got it. Those numbers have settle, to exist somewhere. They have to be out there. We have to settle this argument once for all. No. You, no, as as I've always said, we have Google at our disposal here. Most popular Girl Scout cookies, according to sane people. No, I would say Samoans are probably next. Um, I would be lying to you. I would be lying to you if. I mean, oh god, I'm looking at it right now, and I just want to throw up. It's not even close, is it? Thin Mints are the most popular Girl Scout cookies with Samoas. The second most yes. popular. I said Samoans. <laughs> Samoans. No, not the people. <laughs> the cookies. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. Do you have numbers? Uh, it seems a little outdated. I'm looking at Wikipedia here at the top. It says about 50 oh. million boxes of Thin Mints were sold in 2013 compared to 38 million boxes of Samoas. Not even close. I told you. I mean, that seems a little outdated, 2013, but I can't imagine those numbers altering drastically from year yeah. to year. Like, when? why would there need to be a random spike in any given year? I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure those numbers are pretty accurate. So Mint is in forever. Just a, just a terrible take. If, if you're listening to this and you are, whether you're pro or anti-mint and chocolate combination, please let me know on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook Ooh. or something. Put that on the story. I promise you it'll be an overwhelming amount voted towards mint. Bro, I'll do it right now. I Put it on the story. A I'm, live story. A live story. I love doing this because people message me like what what is going on like that one time remember that one time i was uh what was it it was like the besr versus besser yeah like who who says that <laughs> let's get I a little... I won that argument too no because what do you say i say besser nobody said don't know i'm i see like what you're BB trying to Corp. do i see what you're trying to do you're not gonna no, get me you're not gonna just get like bb <laughs> all right here's the poll thin mint girl scout cookies that's all i'm gonna say yes or no no i'm gonna do the little thumb emojis creative i mean i do social media so figure i gotta all right there it is it's on the story Bang. you guys are listening to history <laughs> a live Instagram story post. Perfect. I always love when people put two and two together after they see this. They're like, oh, okay. I get it. All right, enough of that. Uh, which, by the way, Dosi Dos and Tagalongs are co-kings when it comes to the Girl Scout cookie combination. Which ones are the Tagalongs? Tagalongs are the, the chocolate-covered chocolate Yeah. Oh, those are fire. Those are definitely a gem. Very underrated. Very underrated. Dosi Dos. I guess if I had to pick one, it would be Dosi Dos. Dosi Dos are king. Uh, anyway, you know who's not king? Luis Severino. No, that was a very, <laughs> very disrespectful transition. That was horrible. <laughs> and I, I apologize. Uh. I apologize. No, for real. For real. I feel bad, and we're going to get to this, but I figured I'll just open up the episode or open up this uh, segment with it. I feel bad for the guy. I really do. Ignoring teams, ignoring what uniform he wears, a guy that only made three starts last year and is going to miss all of this year, that's tough. That's really tough. I'm ready to fly to New York or Tampa and find whoever is running the strength and conditioning and whoever is running rehab and whoever is running any type of medical treatment and punch them square in the throat i'm ready to do it i'm done i can't handle it anymore it is just same it's the same story all the time more injuries i don't understand this roster is ridiculous and it's set to be great and it's just constant injuries do you think the strength and conditioning uh staff 
with the New York Yankees was responsible for Domingo Herman's domestic violence suspension. Oh, uh, no, that idiot did that on his own. Um, no, I mean, when truthfully, I'm going to go ahead and say that Luis Severino's offseason was not managed well. Well, he was when, saying that didn't this didn't this uh, forearm soreness date back to like his last start? In yeah, the, the postseason. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of a red flag. Exactly, it's a red flag because what we had to do was he got ramped up to get ready for the postseason. He had one, um, I think he had one start in the regular season, and then that's it. The other two were in the postseason. Um, with I think maybe maybe a relief appearance. I don't know. I could be wrong there. Can't remember. It's all a blur. But either way, we're talking about ramping up quickly, all the adrenaline. You're probably ignoring some bugs, probably ignoring some things that need to be fixed just because of the postseason adrenaline. Then season's over. Shut it down, right? You're probably exhausted from all the rehab you did all year, all you did to ramp up and get ready for this postseason run. Then you shut it down, and I don't know what happened during the offseason, but I don't think it was handled correctly, and I think there's probably going to be more reports coming out as far as what his routine was or what he did, but when he comes back and it's the you know what the, it's the first week of spring training, maybe the second or third week of pitchers and catchers being there together, we're talking nobody's thrown more than a 40-pitch bullpen at this point, so like... And we're already having issues. Something was not handled correctly. And it had to do with the medical staff. I 100% agree that we agree with that. I mean, when we go back to major injuries last year, um, you know, it's, it's conditioning stuff. It's Giancarlo Stanton's legs. It's Luke Voigt's core. Um, you know, it's Aaron Judge's shoulders that he's been dealing with for the last couple years. It's <laughs> it's getting exhausting. It's Jacoby. I mean, Jacoby Ellsbury is no longer a Yankee, but that was his lower half for the last forever, right? We're talking about things that need to be well kept, things that need to be managed, and it's not being done. So it's exhausting. I'm sick of it. It sucks. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know what this rotation is gonna look like, but uh, you're gonna see probably at least two very young and experienced guys in that rotation right now. Because right now it's at the top, and it's Garrett Cole and Tanaka. That's it. Paxton's out for back surgery until I think July. It's like well, I don't even know what we're doing. I have no idea. Well, sliding into that three spot, don't you have uh, Hap? Yeah, who is gonna be a borderline fifth starter? Honestly. Well, no, so, no, no. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, it's not yeah, ideal, but at least in peace. Right. It's nice. Um, Jordan Montgomery was out last year with TJ. He's coming back. He was on the bubble for also getting that fifth spot. Um, they do have one of the top prospects in baseball, in Debbie Garcia, who looks like really good in uh, in so far in spring training against major league hitters. Um, versus live ABs and, um, you know, bullpens are looking good. Everything's looking good for him. Chances are he might be finding uh, a spot in there. Um, they're high on Jonathan Loizaga, who, um, you know, saw some time last year. So these are guys that can fill those roles, but I'm 
curious to see what the next steps are going to be as far as moves go. I think you you might see some interesting trade eventually, probably fairly soon. I'm not going to say a blockbuster one, but something. Well, let me ask you this. Given the news we received today about Severino's uh, Tommy John, which apparently is happening Thursday, that surgery, uh, how do you feel moving forward as we approach the 2020 season? How do you feel about the workload uh, and maybe the quote-unquote pressure added to the guys that remain in the staff or in the rotation, rather? Um, and then how do you feel it affects, if at all, your transition into October? I'm nervous, truthfully. I'm le- I'm definitely less confident. Um, last year, the, the starting rotation was, was, you know, short. And that's why the bullpen got overworked. And that's why the bullpen got tired in the postseason. Because it, it had to be overworked. And so when we get to a point of, the same setup, the same scenario. We're looking at the same hand being dealt. You know, the bullpen's going to have to pull up with slack, and truthfully, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary when, you know, we get to dog days and, you know, Chad Green has to go out there for three innings every other day. And, you know, Chapman's good for the ninth, and that's it. We've obviously seen that. Um, I mean... Adam Ottavino went into a black hole the last month and a half of the season. So it's uh, hopefully he can gear it back up. But I mean, we're, we're, um, I'm nervous, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what needs to happen, but I think a piece needs to be added. Um, I would say a big league offensive player name will be moved. I think it's Clint Frazier in my opinion, uh, but uh, someone's going to be moved for an arm fairly soon and i can't say i hate it it needs to be done i thought he was like already out the door he he basically was out the door last year i i don't know how he still has a i think the market's just low yeah so i could i could honestly see him getting some some at bats pretty early what happened to the offensive side of things is that the infield has gotten a little thinner uh obviously with dd being gone um so in first base is, you know, Mike Ford is going to be in the conversation. I don't know if there's going to be a roster spot for him. Um, but, you know, we're talking Tyler Wade as another backup piece. But for the most part, your DH spot is either going to be between first base and third base. Miguel and Duhar and Gior Shell are going to be swapping back and forth. Uh, and Duhar has to get some at-bats. That's another name that could be moved. If uh, if Gio Urshela can stick it, you know, um, again with the uh, with the wood, because I mean the gloves there, that guy's a Gold Glover, and it's just a matter of time. Um, so the outfield is where there's there's room to make adjustments. Um, and Clint Fraser is just same story. I'm not I'm not sold on the guy, and he seems weird as a clubhouse fit. Um, seems just a little off. So. I mean, I be in defense of him, I don't think the Yankees handled his situation uh, the best possible way they could. Um, no, I, I don't really I think agree. they handled it well at all, honestly. So for him to kind of 
want to be out of that organization because I'm pretty sure that's the vibe that he was giving off last year. Yeah. Where it was like, it's very clear I'm not wanted here and I'm just used as a chip. So do what you're going to do and get me to where I need to go. Yeah. And yet he's still here. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Like, I could very much see that that tox that that toxic relationship kind of resurfacing a little bit, and maybe that's the motivation that they need to. Yeah, ship him out uh, of town. Yeah, because I mean, we're seeing Aaron Hicks is going to be back. Uh, I want to say like May, maybe June. So now we're talking five outfielders with Stanton, Judge, Hicks. Gardner and uh, Frazier. That's too many guys. So somebody's got to go. And uh, obviously, you know, Stanton and Judge aren't going anywhere. Gardner's, uh, you know, the, the now, I mean, he's been the most tenured Yankee for a while now. Um, and Hicks just signed a pretty fat deal. So I, I don't see why there would be room for Clint Frazier. Not to mention they do have some um, outfield prospects coming up as well so Frazier to me is kind of like this piece that it's like when you have something left in the fridge and you're like I, I gotta cook it because it's gonna go bad so you finally cook it and you're like nah this doesn't taste that good that's what Frazier to me is you know what I mean we had a chance to bring him up and kind of show what he was worth um but we waited too long and he's now at this point where it's kind of it's not gonna taste great you know, so either throw them out or cook them and eat them. As weird as that analogy sounds. Does that make sense? I don't think that makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. I'm just tired. I'm just processing it. <laughs> so for you, is it still a World Series guarantee? Or are you beginning to walk that back? No, I'm keeping it. Because you were very, very confident. Yeah, I'm keeping that. I'm holding on Once to that. Once the cold deal was done. I'm going to hold on to that. All right. I'm just um, saying you, you, you're you missing essentially half of your rotation, so just not a good look. I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to that. And that's right now uh, with the current scenario in the roster. I think last year it was a banged-up rotation and a banged-up lineup. So if the lineup's good, the rotation is going to be eh. No, last year was a fluke. You know that. As far as injuries go, all the stars aligned. You know that, and anybody that thinks otherwise is all the stars aligned for what? Completely lost their mind. There is no way that if you were to replicate the injuries and just the overall downright bad luck that the Yankees had last year, there is no way that they could repeat that. There's no way it's going to happen again. No shot. Luck wise. And that's what I'm saying is if you're trying to use last season as a point of reference, yeah. a point of reference, or even somewhat of a comfort for this year to soften the blow, the Severino Severino news. I'm buying in on the culture. I'm buying in on the clubhouse culture right now. The vibe in the in the clubhouse is what I'm buying into. It's and that's why I'm referring to last year. It's because it didn't matter. It doesn't matter who comes up. You're buying into this vibe. You're a part of us now. Doesn't matter if you were in Trenton. Doesn't matter if you were in Scranton, PA. You're here. This is our this is our move now. This is what we're doing. Buy in, and let's get it. So I think that vibe stays the same. Um, 
I think the Yankees are pissed. I think the Yankees are a lot like the Dodgers right now. It's like, we've gotten robbed. Yeah, but come on, Nate. They haven't, I mean, they weren't in the World Series. The Dodgers have a little room to kind of, you know, flex their muscles a little bit. I mean, what have the, what have the Yankees done? Mm. All that to say, Nate. All that to say. Jokes aside, uh, Cole looked pretty good. Not surprised. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to be a objective baseball fan here, and you're just <laughs> taking it and run, running no, with it. I'm really not surprised because it doesn't matter who he's who this guy's plays for. He's all business. Dude is all business. I, yeah. Stuck. Yep, I agree with that. He had 20 pitches uh, over an inning, two Ks, and a walk, so obviously not much of a sample size there. But it's good to know that he, I mean, for you, for your sake, it's good to know that he came out strong. Uh, Josh Bell, who obviously with the Pirates, who went up against Cole as a part of that one inning performance, was later asked about it after the game, which, by the way, he struck out on three pitches. He said, Cole looks pretty ready to go. He's got some serious ride on his heater right now. That's pretty surprising for February, which it's got to be good news for Yankees fans. You got your 320-plus million guy got a little juice on it, and it's yeah. only it's only February, so... Good news for Yankees fans, but frankly, I don't really care. So uh, that's enough Yankees talk. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk another another guy that's going down. Granted, not nearly as long. Mike Clevenger, my AL Cy Young pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, can can I get like a mulligan? That's a, you've asked for quite a few mulligans. No, 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 no. The only mulligans I've asked for were what was it what divisional pick was it the red sox why was it with the red sox oh yeah because it's at yeah after we dumped mookie and david yeah not (sighs) that wasn't a good look um no i'll stick with it it's a wild card team it wasn't i wasn't picking them to win the east i mean i don't know if anybody's picking them to win the east uh but anyway not a good look for my al cy young pick mike clevenger will be out for two months uh, I don't. Is that retroactive to his surgery on the four on the fourteenth? I'm not sure. I I'm didn't. Assuming not. I'm assuming not. He's probably gonna get. Uh, what does that push us to? May. You're probably no. gonna get some type of like extended spring training. Yeah. Stuff going on. You're gonna talk. You're talking a couple weeks of actually throwing to live batters and all that stuff. I mean, there's no rush. I think. The AL Central is going to be kind of up for grabs. So I think the Indians can do enough to where they can just stay afloat until he comes back. Yeah, he, uh, as I said, that surgery uh, was on the 14th, and that was to repair a torn meniscus in his left knee. Not fun. Uh, Not fun. And that was something he did to himself working out at the team's training complex in Goodyear. How far is Goodyear from you? Uh, everything's about 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> it's, it's weird here, but yeah, good years. Um, I would say it's probably closer to like 35. Oh, we're going to need you to take like a weekend and just go, just go hang out, go do some, go put up some IG stories for us, man. I don't have that yeah. luxury. All right. Well, I'm like five minutes from Cubs, so I'll probably be catching that the most because Sloan is. It's a sweet setup. That's a sweet stadium for sure. So I'll probably catch some of those. Um, 
Yeah, not good news for Clevenger. Can you win a Cy Young if you make your first oh, yeah. start in May? Yeah, I think so. Um, what are you getting out of that? You're probably getting mm, eh, 17 starts, 18 starts. No, more than that, I would think. You think right? so? What's the normal? 30? You, yeah, you can get like 30 starts in a year. And so, All I mean, right. if he's missing a month. So, let's say 20. It's on the safe side. 20 starts. Eh, that's tough. 20, You're missing a lot of, a lot of complete games. Because it's no, I mean, we've obviously learned that it's not uh, wins and losses anymore. It's going to come down to innings, ERA, strikeouts, stuff like that. So right, those don't have to be up. Right, but as we saw with Chris Sale, what was it, 2018, 20, no, 20, what was the year? It was last, no, 2018, 2019. One of those years, we were talking, well, I know we've already talked about it. One of the, I cannot remember which year it is, it is late. My brain is not working. Uh, it came down to innings pitch for him, and it's my belief that that's what robbed him of the Cy Young. Yeah. I want to say it was 2018. Yeah, I think so. I really do. Anyway, I mean, yeah, wins and losses don't don't really matter. We know this, but innings pitch, you need those innings pitch. And if the Indians training staff is anything like the Yankees. Well, I mean, you're also talking big names. Dude. I don't know you're when he's going to be coming back. You're talking big names you're going to be going against. So Cole is going to be in that conversation. Probably Granky, Verlander, those names are going to be in that conversation. So, um, you know, dudes in Tampa, Glassnow, Yarborough. I mean, it's like you're going to have dudes that are going to have good years that are going to be in this conversation. So um, I, I get it. I respect the pick. It was a dark horse pick. I will provide you a mulligan if you'd like to take one. Uh, can we set a deadline for my mulligans? No, man. What do you keep? You're asking for too much here. I'm really not. I have two mulligans on the table right now, and it's my <laughs> AL Cy Young pick and my second wild card spot for the American League. Can I have a deadline? You know, remember, remember that one. Uh, it was last season well, when I when I needed we'll, a deadline we'll go for with the Twins. Half picks. We'll go with second half picks. No, I this don't want is... second half picks. These are the picks that we're going to reference all year. Same way we did last year. Well, then you get it until the end of spring training for your mulligan. That's it. That's remember, remember last year when I when you set a deadline for me, or you set an ultimatum on when I had to have my mind made up about the twins. It was like June was, or July or something. Yeah, it was deep. I'll give you for end of spring training is fair. I mean, is that long no enough? no games have been played, so I mean it's not it's like not I'm. Long no, that's, 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 there's not going to be not going to be any updates on Clevenger by the end of spring training. You're not going to feel better about well, uh, the Red Sox decision will be coming out next month, so who knows? I'll give that's close you, to like a month. I mean, I think that's plenty of time. I'll give you to the end of May. End of May. Hmm. No, that's a that's a cop out. I want end of spring training because we don't know if two months is going to be two months for Clevenger. We don't know that. It could end up being three or four. Nah, I just don't like making Stranger changes that late. Happen. I just don't make like I don't like making picks that late. All right, you do you, boo boo. But you know what I like doing? Ooh, Sea Geek. I like using Sea Geek. Which, by the way, wanted <laughs> I did not text you this. 
your boy is going to be going to the ring ceremony for the 2019 Team of Destiny, April 4th. How about it? It's whack. How is that whack? I've never been to a ring ceremony before. It's cool, I guess. Enjoy. Wow, I, th- I was expecting a much greater response <laughs> than that. No, I mean, that's cool. That's, I mean, that's cool. That's, that's a historical ring ceremony. I'm jealous. I want to, I need to go to Nationals Park. I've never been there. It looks gorgeous. One of those ballparks where it probably isn't a bad seat in the house. It is, it is a nice park. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to see Mr. National Ryan Zimmerman get his ring, his long awaited ring. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it, but clearly you don't feel the so same. So are you though. using SeatGeek or what are we talking about here? Nah, I don't know. My mom already got the tickets. She's gonna it's oh. gonna be the it's gonna be the fam and then nice. and then the wife and myself. Nice. That's a squad. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be rolling deep, man. We'll be uh getting some getting some good content, no doubts. But uh for what it's worth, I did recommend her to her. Uh, whether or not she used it is that's yet to be determined but Nate I will tell you about it anyway SeatGeek is the answer to all your ticket needs are you looking for tickets do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out with SeatGeek you can find tickets to games concert shows and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks we're making it even better for you if you're a first time user SeatGeek next time you add some tickets to your cart use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first time user it's all you gotta do to save some of that cash cold sometimes hard but it is cash at the end of the day it is cash doesn't matter the temperature or the the strength of it it's cash enter promo code DTD at checkout dope good work um what were we talking about Mm, ring ceremony ring ceremony yes nope that was it that's really all I had on it cool (laughs) that's really all I had moving right along uh oh yes mulligans that's what we were talking about yeah so end of spring training that'll be it for me All right, fair just want to get that on the record in case in case I need to reference this particular Set a reminder. Yep. In case I need to reference this if somebody's doubting me or pointing fingers. Uh moving right along. Uh, speaking of pointing fingers. Mm. Jose Altuve. Mm. Getting booed a little bit, as expected. Big, big fan of all of it. I'm very okay with it. Did anyone else see those signs that were taken away though? Did you see that video that got released? Bro, how petty really can we be? Like you had to send an Astros staff member to come take signs. Literally, they're stealing signs again from the fans. And the I fans put, had signs, that, and you came and stole them. And I put out that tweet where I was like, why did that girl look as though she was the one that had to deal with all the ridicule like directly as a result yeah. of this cheating, as though she was responsible for it? She had this, No one knows who you are. She, she had this total look of like disgust as though they were – directing this hatred at her like yeah. it's not nobody's pointing fingers at you why do you gotta why you gotta ruin people's day like that this is all a part of it you have to take this stuff in you gotta wear it we can't go down this rabbit hole we again can't. but we can't 
I'm ah, we can, yeah. we can. Yeah, <laughs> we can. Big this is all year, food. all year. Um, Pretty sure some of like six batters have gotten hit already in like three games. To be fair, Altuve's uh, when he got hit the other the other day, what was it? Third uh, Monday, Sunday, mm. one of those days. Um, everybody relax. It was an off-speed pitch. I think it was like a curveball or slider of some sort. Yeah, no. And hit him, hit him in the foot. So let's just it. let's just chill. Yeah. Speaking of uh, other videos, did you see the video? where the fan had asked to see the tattoo. Like, these are the things, these are the things <laughs> that I love. These are the things that I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing about all year. And I, my, my genuine fear is that people, even the people that are totally against the Astros right now, my fear is that it's going to ease up. Eventually. It's going to ease up and people are going to be like, you know what? Like, no, this has gone on no long way. enough. Like, no, I need nope. the same energy that we had this entire off season. I need this all season. We can't let this slide. There's places that are going to eat this stuff up. There's places where the fan base will hold on to it. Um, and that's what's good. That's why it's going to stick around. And you know social media is going to be posting. I mean, oh, I'm sure we have a Sunday night baseball game with the the Astros visiting Yankee Stadium. And it's just going to be a downpour of booze. And it's going to be broadcasted on national television. It's going to be posted all over social media. That's the stuff that's going to keep it alive. I'm cool with it. The A's, the Angels, the in-division teams are going to let it rain down on the Astros. And I'm... A okay with it. Totally fine. And that's the stuff that's going to hopefully just stick around the whole year. I th- I think it will. I think it can. Honestly, we need spring training to just be over with like right now. We need these games to start counting yeah. so that you you know what I really think is going to do it is the first brawl. Like something's th- going to happen. I think if it, I think if it point. tapers off a little bit, I think what's going to really spike it back up is a good old fashioned brawl. And I don't yeah. know who that's going to be with, but we need it. It doesn't to matter. It's going to happen. The Astro, this is under the, I can tell it's under their skin. You obviously they're in defense mode. It's under their skin. It's going to bubble up and burst. Eventually one dude is going to take one in the ribs or in the, you know, the high shoulder coming for the head kind of thing up around the hands. Towers are going to get buzzed. Benches are going to empty. Warnings are going to be issued. Whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen early. My prediction is in within the first week. Nate, you're talking skin. You're talking buzzed. <laughs> I mean, is there a better time to talk about Did our I friends at Manscaped? Uh, twice, actually. Interesting. Under their skin. Oh. You don't even remember. I'm concerned. No, are you okay? Zombie. You, I'm really not. not even remembering what you're talking about. No. Adulting sucks. Remember? Nate, we've linked up with our friends over at Manscaped to give you, our listeners, the opportunity to enhance your personal grooming experience. With Manscaped, you have access to a variety of products that will help keep your baseballs clean and your infield grass looking pristine. Not to mention, after more than 18 plus months of research and development, the new Lawn Mower 3.0 has just been finalized and comes with a ton of great features, including 
an advanced skin-safe replaceable blade, a 7,000 RPM motor, a lithium-ion rechargeable battery with a rapid charging dock, an LED light that illuminates the trimming area for a safe and precise job, and a diamond-textured no-slip grip. Manscaped also has body wash, anti-chafing ball deodorant, boxers, nail kits, and more, all of which make you cleaner and better smelling. You, yes, you can get 20% off your order at Manscaped, plus free shipping when you use promo code DTD20 at manscaped.com. Again, take 20% off your entire order with promo code DTD20 at manscaped.com. Good work. That was clean. Yep. I kept it clean and... Uh... Pristine. That's beautiful. You know what else is beautiful? Dugout mugs. Drinking from a baseball bat sounds wild, but what's more wild than that is not using a dugout mug to do it. I mean, let's just, let's just be real here. Dugout mugs are personalized gifts for players, coaches, and fans. You can kick back with a beverage in a barrel that's got your name on it. Nobody else is yours. Or maybe you want one with your favorite MLB team's logo on it. That's cool, too. Or do you have a business that's got a logo you want to slap on there? Dugout Mugs also does that, and they have all the bases covered. They don't just stop at mugs either. From their wind-up mugs, wine with grapes, a little bit of alcohol in there. It's pretty good. goes good with a steak. Wouldn't recommend it with a dugout mug, but you know, you never know. Maybe you're having a steak outside and a picnic. You do you. Wind-up mugs. So they're batting up shot glasses. Bat knob. Bat knob, bat, bat knob, whatever. Bat knob, shot glasses. I can't read tonight either. They've got the perfect gift for the baseball fanatic in your life. As the new, not that new, but they are the presenting sponsor of us, the 3-0 Take, Dugout Mugs wants to help you, that's you, the person listening, you, save some of that cold hard cash. I mean, or it could be me, like if could I wanted, be me. If I wanted be to shop. Could be we. Could be we. Could be us. I'm having like Spanish class flashbacks. It's like the we, us, Nosotros. Nosotros. Yeah, that stuff's tough. I don't like that. Yo. Uh, yeah. Just go to dugoutmugs.online forward slash on the backslash stuff. DTD. You already know that. Enter promo code DTD. You already know that. You will save 10% off your order. That's kind of a no brainer. So if you're going to buy one of these, when you buy one of these, I mean, like we talked about, you. Spring training's here. Go to some games. Bring your mug. Opening day is here. It's coming. Get used to it. It's our season now. Get your dugout mug. Get your bat knob glass, shot glass. Get get on that. Get your wind-up mug. Whatever you got to do, go get it. Get it done. Don't have to put alcohol on it if you don't want to. I'm going to. Other than that, promo code DTD. Come on. Nate, it's time for some DMs. Yeah. Uh, our main guy, Rodolfo, asks, thoughts on Puig not being signed yet? I tweeted about it today. It is a real shame that Puig has not been signed yet. Uh, regardless what you think about the guy, he just makes baseball more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Now, whether that form of entertainment floats your boat or not, that's a different conversation, but it is a fact that he just makes it more entertaining. And I'm really surprised he hasn't been signed yet. So, Prediction on where he goes. Well, I was, I was just about to say, because we're talking about it right now, I'm sure he's probably going to sign. The news probably break tomorrow yeah. at yeah. like 10 or 11. Um, probably, Actually, it'll probably be right around the time I'm, I'm editing this. I'll probably get the notification. So prediction, 
I don't know. It's tough. Give me two teams. I'll give you. You can go. You can go with two teams. I feel like it would be the Rockies, maybe. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't even know if I have a second team. I got two teams. I will go with either the Rangers or the Giants. That'd be weird to see him in a Giants. Be uniform. weird in a Giants uniform, but it uh, seen weirder things. You know. You want to know who looks weird in a uniform is Mookie Betts. What? The the fifty. The fifty just looks strange. The, in the agony uniform isn't that weird. Fifty just looks strange. I don't. It doesn't add up. I mean, the Dodgers uh, uniforms look weird with the Nike swoosh all together. So. All right, get me started. That's a conversation Alexis, for a different day. Yeah. Alexis asks, which under-the-radar player or players will make the biggest impact? Mm. Under the radar. Let's see here. Oh, you know who I think – well, uh, I don't know if he's under the radar. And I, Let me see. Is it a stretch to say that Willie Adamas is under the radar? Yeah, 100%. Not a household name. No, that's what I'm saying. Is it no, a stretch? Yeah, it's not a stretch. It's he's, he's under, for sure, under the radar. The average baseball fan does not know who Willie Adamas is. All right, that's my pick. I'm a huge Willie Adamas guy. And I think with mm-hmm. the Rays poised to make noise once again, I think he'll be a big piece of that. Mm, this is I'm sorry, tough. Bays. This is tough. This is tough. There's a couple names floating around in my coconut, but I will go with. I don't. Under the radar is tough because I'm kind of borderline with this. You know what I mean? As you but, said, let me uh, let me hear. Let go, me decide. I'm going to go Tommy Pham with the Padres. I like it. I think that I think he's going to be a very good piece, and I think he's going to end up being uh, a stud for them. I think that he's finally getting a chance to where he can kind of show some swag and um, plan for a team that he can, you know, be a little more vocal. Um, I think he's do his. I think he's going to do his thing. Any chance Padres grab a wild card spot this year, or we got to wait till next year for them to make some noise? Next year, I think the West is still with the Dodgers. The Diamondbacks are going to make some noise, but as a um, wild card team, sure. I'm giving one of the wild cards to the Diamondbacks for sure, and then well, well, from there, it's the East is going to be in the conversation too. Yeah, I mean, are we, are we saying that the the Padres are going to be better than? the Mets and the Phillies and I don't know they're in that same bubble I mean I the more I think about it I could easily see that happening like who thought the twins were going to be what they were this year yeah baseball is a crazy game you never know it is what team is going to pop up at the end of the year truth uh what do we got next Eric asks with how players have expressed their feelings towards the Astros and Manfred do you think it's possible that the lack of disciplinary actions towards the Astros could start a snowball effect of events causing a player strike in the MLB. Uh, Eric, we on this podcast, Nate and myself, have talked about our thoughts regarding a potential strike in the near future. My thoughts are 
Uh, I don't think it's going to be related to anything with the Astros. I think the Astros, despite what Manfred says about discipline for throwing it batters intentionally, going in spikes up, et cetera, et cetera, I think the poli- the game at the end of the day is going to police itself, and that's going to return to normal. So I don't. I, I think the players that are are offended by this and are taking uh, taking offense to to what's going on. I think they're going to get theirs. They're gonna they're gonna eventually be satisfied with the result, whether that's guys getting hit, a brawl, whatever it be. I don't think anything's going to happen in terms of strike because of this or anything that Manfred's doing with this Astro situation. I think what, what was it that we uh, talked about? What did we think it was going to be because of it's more of probably service time um, or the over, overall arbitration process, in my opinion, is going to be something that's going to be affected. Um, yeah. That's kind of the main one for me, I would say. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think anything, like I said, anything with the Astro situation would really warrant a strike. But I could understand, I guess the question is, could it start a snowball effect? It's possible. Vin asks, how how does the loss of first-rounders affect the Astros? Their first-round picks that they got taken away. I really don't think Or their first, I think, first two picks they got taken away. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. I don't think it's a huge I, thing. It, um, I mean, you can say what you want about the talent that's at the, in those first couple spots each year, but yeah, it's the Astros. I think they'll be okay. They're going to recover. That's part of the reason there was so much kickback with the way Manfred handled the situation. The penalty was not severe enough, and I think everybody's in agreement of that. So to say that and then turn around and say, oh, that's actually kind of a big deal. It's not. It's really not. The Astros will be fine. They're going to recover. They'll be okay. Yeah, it's it's not a huge deal. Uh, just how, how often are prospects being moved around? You know what I mean? How often do teams end up getting their guy eventually? GMs have this bias on guys, and they they ended up they just they end up getting them somehow. You know, it's it's just the way baseball works. Um, it's they're pawns, prospects, draft picks. They're all pawns. Um, Jack asks, do you think it's garbage that MLB TV blacks out the local team? Seems counterintuitive. 100% agree. Sucks. It's ridiculous. Word. There's no other way around it. Like, why? Just figure that out. I'll, I mean, I don't live in New York, so it's not a huge concern for me, but like, I would pay an additional $20 or whatever to not get blacked out. Whatever I got to do. I don't know. I'm not paying extra money to not get blacked out. They need to figure something else out. The, this whole MLB TV, the in-market versus out-of-market, it's a mess. The, the world of sports is out of touch with how things are going towards streaming routes anyway. The NFL is horrible. I mean, it's, nobody wants cable. Nobody cares about cable. They're terrible about it. But their Dude, cables TV the rights are insane. I hate cable. Cable's miserable. Cable sucks. Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. I don't need it. Cable is like one of the worst thing. Like, if you could come up with a list of things that is just that are just terrible, you know what I'd put at the top, Nate? 
I don't think our kids are going to understand what cable was. Like, we're going to talk to our kids and be like, I remember we had to run through, scan through this guide and be like, what? What are you talking about? Just, just choose what you want to watch. Yeah. Oh, um, what do you mean? You haven't always been able to choose your TV channels a la carte? You mean this big box had to be plugged into the wall and plugged into your TV? God, wait. What, what a terrible time we're living in right now. <laughs> uh, and lastly, Daniel asks, have y'all ever done fantasy baseball? Oh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Have we ever? Yes. Last year, if I recall, was our first year, correct? Yep. Yep. First year of fantasy. We, uh, I'm glad this got brought up because I was, it's actually kind of funny. I've been thinking about this this past week and then I get the DM from Daniel. Uh, yes. We're we have done fantasy baseball. We are going to do fantasy baseball, but we're really gonna we're really gonna ramp it up this year. Uh, we're gonna do I don't know. I'm still going back and forth on the amount of teams I want to include. I think last year, what did we do? Like sixteen? Mm, yeah, it was too much. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with that. Uh, but in terms of Figuring out who gets in, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make them work for it, Nate. I I agree. It can't just be like first come first serve. We're gonna have to make no. them. We're gonna really have to make them work for it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking I'm thinking of having introducing some prizes. Uh, I agree. Down down the stretch, once yeah. once the season wraps up, I think that'll be a little bit of an incentive. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna make it fun. We're gonna. In fact, Nate, you and I were talking about this. Uh, the other day, I think we're gonna maybe possibly do a little recording of the live draft, and yep. maybe we could see if we could maybe incorporate the other people that were in the draft a little bit. Get get some audio of them. I don't know. There's yep. a lot a lot of ways we could take it. A lot it. of stuff we could do here. A lot of, a lot of different things we could do. Yeah, uh, it's gonna but, happen. But yeah, it's gonna happen. And more Obviously information. We need to get through spring training because clearly injuries are just flying all over the place. Yeah, Don't yeah. Have we can't. Yeah, this is this is an amateur hour. We can't be just having drafts the second week of spring training. We, we, we can't do that. Uh, but yes, more information will be coming out about that uh, in the in the weeks to come, and I will let you guys know how you can earn a spot in the league. But I believe that is all of the DMs. Yeah, that's it. That's all she wrote. Well, Nate. You got anything else? Yeah, Tim Tebow's not that good at baseball, so everyone just calm down. Do you, I don't know why it's still a conversation. Get his name out of your mouth. Don't you talk ridiculous. Don't you talk down about Tim He's Tebow? A great human being, but it's like, what is he forty? What are we doing? I Shut mean, this he, down. I mean, he's not forty. Shut this down. And he's hitting home runs in spring training, which is more, uh, more than I can say for ourselves. Shut this, Shut this down. Uh, no, Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow for life, man. Just go keep being a good human being somewhere else. I mean, wouldn't you want the good human being to be on the baseball field? No, I want a good baseball player on the baseball field, not a good human being. Well, I mean, I the reason you're the reason you're talking about Tim Tebow is because he went yards. So no, I the mean, only reason we're talking about the only him reason we're talking about his name's Tim Tebow. No, the only reason, well. His name, yeah, yes, his name is Tim Tebow, but he's also hitting home runs. We're not talking about uh, in spring training. So, ah, ah, I gotcha. I mean, how many other players are hitting home runs that were also NFL quarterbacks? 
Ah, ah. Nate, tell them about the ratings, Dude, interviews, and the stars. Look, just get in there. I don't understand. If just you're not get in there. That, get it. Get your hands dirty. Get in there. Leave some stars. Leave some stars. Leave some comments. Agree, disagree, talk some noise. Whatever you got to do, just vent. Obviously, you guys do that in the comment section all the time. So feel free to do that in the uh, in the ratings and reviews too. Also, okay. shout out shout out to the folks that are sending us pictures and letting us know where they're listening to it. You all yeah, you all came through, and I love it. I like I'm loving seeing these. I don't even think that sentence made sense. I'm loving seeing. I don't. I, forgive me, please. I don't know what I'm saying. I loved seeing some yeah. of the pictures y'all sent. One of them was from I think it was like I think it was one I put up today. It was like Alberta, Canada, like. I love That's what's it. Up. I love yeah. seeing where y'all snow are driving. Exactly, snow on the ground. I'm here for it. Uh, if you're you all... out here with me. Get some palm trees involved. If you're out on a beach somewhere, get the waves involved. I'm I'm all warm weather. Sorry. Yeah, I did wear a hoodie today. Yeah. The, oh god. You all right? <laughs> it was with shorts. Need, somewhere in shorts, need, so. need to talk about it. Yeah, no, uh, but no, we asked you all delivered. Keep doing it. You all are gonna get featured on the IG story. And anywhere else I can put it, I promise you send me a picture where you are listening. I will share. Tag us in your IG story. I will reshare it 100 Yeah, we got a time. DM of the week. Do you like I any promise. of those to be DM of the week? DM of the week. Let's kind of uh, like, like the Puig one. Yeah. Maybe maybe, add maybe the, a little... the, uh, the under the radar one as well. I like those two. Mm. Well, we'll, we'll I don't know. Alexis might be a first timer. We I might, think so too. We might have to show Alexis some love and uh, yeah. give her Rodolfo, the DM of the week. Rodolfo's always got gems. Rodolfo's always. I know got he's, gems. he's just. Rodolfo's always bringing gems. that heat. Always bringing that heat. So Alexis, I think we'll show you some love. I think Alexis is the winner. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for me. Don't go chasing curveballs, please. We love y'all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. Time you to take!